This is going to be a super tactical, hands-on episode. In today's episode, I'm going to be going over a principle that's completely foundational to muscle gain and growing stronger in the gym. This is a core principle of bodybuilding. Even though we aren't bodybuilders, it's totally necessary if you want to keep getting stronger and growing your muscles. Let's dive in. Hey friend, welcome to the Effective Fitness for Women podcast, your go-to guide for practical weightlifting and nutrition tips. I'm Rachel, a wife, mom of six, registered dietitian, and passionate weightlifter. This podcast is for the woman who is tired of not knowing what to do in the gym, frustrated with trying to eat right, but not sure what eating right actually is, and just wants to start seeing some results. If that's you, then you're in the right place. This podcast is all about teaching you what you need to do in the gym and the kitchen to lose fat, gain muscle, and be the strongest you've ever been. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey friend, I'm sure you're dying to know the details on today's topic. Today, we are doing a deep dive into progressive overload. But first, let's discuss why we want to grow stronger. Some of you are probably pretty new to fitness and strength training, so I think it's worth spending a few minutes discussing why we would want to increase our strength and muscle size. I'm going to go over this in detail in a later episode, but really quickly, here's one big reason why you want to get stronger as part of your fitness routine. One of the main reasons we want to weightlift is to increase our functionality. We as a society sit a lot. There's a lot of muscles that we don't really use that much because we sit at a desk all day. We drive around a lot. Any other mom taxi drivers out there? I'm raising my hand over here. So we drive and sit a lot and those muscles over time get weak. It's the basic rule of use it or lose it. When we strength train, we start using those forgotten muscles again. Oh, and here's a fun fact. One of the most underused muscles in your body is your glutes, which is why I'm a big advocate of training your glutes a ton. And just as a little testimony about this, I have not had significant lower back pain since training my glutes regularly. You know, like the achy back feeling you get when you get out of bed in the morning or you've been on your feet all day or you've had to carry the toddler around a lot. Yeah, I don't have that anymore. Because the reason I had back pain in the first place was weak glutes. And now that my glutes are stronger, I don't have the back pain. How cool is that? That alone is a major reason to lift weights, in my opinion. (laughs) So back to progressive overload. Progressive overload is this foundational principle for anyone who wants to grow muscle strength and size. It's essentially continuously adding stress to your muscles so that the the muscle fibers rip and then they grow back together stronger. If you aren't challenging your muscles, then they don't need to grow. Think of it as like, let me think. So when your baby goes from a size 12 months to an 18 months in clothes and you need to get them new clothes, you don't need the 18-month clothes until they were challenging the 12-month clothes. I hope that makes sense. 
That was probably a really horrible example, but I think you get the gist. You must constantly be adding stress to your muscles if you want to grow more of them. It's that simple, which is why it's such a foundational principle. So let's get to the tactical part. How do you actually do that? So the first way is always going to be by adding weight. Heavy tension on your muscles is a really effective method to tell your body, I'm doing more, so I need more muscles to accomplish that. This is why, while your muscles can get stronger and slightly bigger with body weight training, there really is a ceiling to how much you can get out of it. So if you weigh 150 pounds, then the maximum tension on your muscles will be 150 pounds. Does that make sense? That may be fine for an upper body workout, but you're going to cap out pretty quickly for lower body exercises. Once you get there, you aren't able to add more tension to your muscles. So you have to add additional external weight, which is why heavy weightlifting is what bodybuilders do to grow their muscles. So number one way to use progressive overload is to add weight. Practically speaking, when you're a complete beginner, once you get your form down right, you can add, I mean, five to 10 pounds to your lower body lifts each week, to be honest. The beginner stage is so much fun because your muscles are primed to grow like they never will be again. I think at one point when I was first starting out, I was able to add like 20 pounds to my hip thrust or my squat, I can't remember, in one week. That's how receptive my body was. For upper body lifts, um, for example, rows or overhead press, more likely it's going to be a smaller amount, maybe two and a half to five pounds for a while since those muscles are actually smaller. The second way that you can use progressive overload is to add more reps. A rep is short for repetition, which is just a single instance of doing the exercise. So you squat down, you squat back up, that's one rep. That means that each week you can add one or two more reps to your left. So let's say, say that you're just starting out and your first week working out, you're doing a squat and you can do 45 pounds for five reps with good form. You cannot do six. So you do 45 pounds for that first week. The next week, you're going to try for six to seven reps at 45 pounds. You don't need to add more weight yet. So that's how reps, adding reps helps us use progressive overload. A third way to use progressive overload is to decrease the rest time between your sets. This is a more advanced technique that you won't need for a while. So briefly, that just means that you produce more stress on your muscles by allowing them less time to recover between your sets. As you can see, there are plenty of ways to add stress or tension to your muscles to stimulate growth. The first is adding weight. Next is adding reps. And the last is decreasing your rest time. So what I want you to do this week is when you go to the gym, record your weights so you know how much you're doing for each lift. Um, I like to use the Strong app and put my workouts in there so I can keep track of the weights I'm using and how many reps and sets that I did for each one. And did I define a set for you yet? I'm, I don't think so. A set is just a collection of reps. 
So if you squat three sets of five reps, you're squatting five times in a row and resting, then squatting five more times, then rest, and then squat five more times. That's three sets of five reps. So here's the steps I want you to follow this week at the gym. Step one, this week when you go to the gym, record what weight you're using for each of your lifts. I would suggest doing at least one of the big lifts at every workout. Those are the deadlifts, the back squats, and the hip thrusts that we talked about last time. So set up your big lift with the weight as heavy as you can do for six reps. Then try to get three sets of that. You probably will have to rest two to three minutes between sets. Of course, keep an eye on your form. If you can't do it, then decrease the weight until you can do and totally complete the three sets of six reps. Step two happens the next week. The next week when you work out, doing that particular lift that you're trying to progress on, add five pounds to each side of the bar, so 10 pounds total. Try that for the six reps. If it feels good, then get your three sets in. And you keep adding five pounds to each side of the bar every week until you can't complete your six steps or six reps, excuse me. And then you move on to step three. So step three doesn't happen until you can't complete all three sets of six reps. When that happens, take the weight that you used the previous week. Let's say that was 60 pounds. Instead of doing three sets of six reps at 70 pounds, like that, that was your plan, you're going to do three sets of seven or eight reps at 60 pounds. You know, give it a feel, see if seven works better or eight. And then you keep adding one to two reps each week until you get to 12 reps at 60 pounds. Then you can move on to the next step. This last step is to up the weight to 70 pounds and drop your reps back down to six. So you're doing three sets of six for 70 pounds and then you progress adding reps until you get to the 12 reps again. Then you up your weight again and you drop your your reps down again. And you rinse and repeat. Are you getting, are you understanding this progression here? This is progressive overload. We are progressively overloading our muscles in increments to gradually increase our strength. You'll be surprised at how quickly this can work. This is the exact method I've used to consistently increase my strength. And on the hip thrust using this method, I've been able to go from hip thrusting 135 pounds to 325 pounds. So I know it works and it didn't take me that long either. So this was a lot of information today. I encourage you to just get started on upping the weights every week with good form. And then listen to this episode again to remind yourself of the other steps. You have got this, friend. Weightlifting is not for the faint of heart, but if you make small improvements each week, you are going to see results. Consistency is everything here. Just keep it up. I'll see you back on the podcast next time. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and I would love to see a five-star review from you. This helps other women find this podcast so they can start to get results too. 
Let's help other women start their fitness journey together.